This is the World Industrial News for Tuesday, June 21st, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part nine of their podcast addressing climate change with the Internet of Things and AI. Okay, um, I wanted to move on for a second. At, at OSI Soft, we believe people with data can transform their world. What is needed to do this? How does providing people with data allow them to address global warming? Well, the main thing about having the data is that it tells you what actions to take on. Now, some of those actions will be, in fact, uh, executed by people. Other actions will be executed automatically. But without good, solid reliable data, you can't do that. So you have to go back to the philosophy of I'm going to build my whatever power generation grid, et cetera, so I can be standalone and I don't care if anybody else is running or not, because you actually have to care because mm-hmm. of this communication between all the entities. And so where where the people are empowered is that if you know what actions to take, then you can you can take actions on them. If you can see ways of predicting when you have to take action, you can actually implement those actions automatically. In an autonomous vehicle, if you're going to hit something, you stop. And what the AI will bring to that will bring a more heuristic design where you can more closely mimic the actual people doing it, but far more rapidly and able to handle the kind of data volumes they got they have to deal with. Okay, great. Empowering the people with data. Excellent. Um, so the one final concept that I wanted to talk with you about, um, the U.S. Department of Energy, through their Office of Electricity, they came out with the North American Energy Resilience Model, or NARMS, um, I think it was back in July of, of last year, 2019. If the U.S. government had a situational awareness center of all of the energy in the nation, including electrical, oil, gas, water. What would that look like? And how would the data in our customer systems help? Most, it looks almost like what we would call a center of reliability combined with a remote operating center, combined with an operating center, and et cetera. It's basically a center that brings together all this information to where you can supply it to different people slash apps slash whatever. To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. Despite soaring prices, the consumption of natural gas in the U.S. and Canadian electric power sectors has remained high throughout 2022. The U.S. Energy Information Administration estimates the consumption of natural gas in the U.S. electric power sector will average 900 million cubic feet per day more this year than in 2021, albeit with demand continuing to outpace production. North American processors of gas for energy generation and other purposes will need to keep their facilities in the best working order amid the ongoing energy crunch. Industrial Info is tracking about 100 maintenance-related projects at U.S. and Canadian natural gas-fired units that are set to kick off in the third quarter. 
cash-strapped state-owned PDVSA looks to benefit from the war in Ukraine, which has boosted demand for its oil while increasing commodity prices. The combination of higher oil demand and prices will boost Venezuela's petroleum revenues and could allow PDVSA to achieve some modest production gains and even higher exports. Venezuela's oil production in mid-January 2022 sat just below 800,000 barrels per day, according to PDVSA production reports seen by Industrial Info. Caracas-based Echo Analytica expects Venezuela's production to average 830 barrels per day in 2022. Florida may invoke images of Alligators Beaches and Walt Disney World, but the state also is home to thriving industrial sector. Industrial Info is tracking nearly $13.5 billion worth of projects under construction in the state, with the industrial manufacturing sector leading the way followed by the power industry. And the Port Commission of the Port of Houston Authority awarded two contracts totaling $430 million last week to complete the remaining Galveston-based segments of the $1 billion Houston Ship Channel expansion project. Industrial Info is tracking eight projects that are tied to the expansion. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.